your fat. So just to catch everybody up, I'm I'm on the phone with my buddy Mike. <laughs> just, just, it's all right. No, leave it. Yeah. All right, care. my buddy Mike. Oh, like real, like old school friends. Back when, how long? What are we talking? Thirty years, Mike? Yeah, thirty, thirty plus. Thirty plus years from home. You know what I mean? You hold your friends from home are the best friends you have. I think we all know that. So, um, I was on the phone with Mike, and we just get into a conversation. And he just starts telling me. So he dabbles in some stuff and, you know, you know, whatever. There's spreads, there's odds, there's games, there's, uh, you know, things like that. And Mike uh, dabbles in that. How would you describe that, Mike? What would you say? Is that right? Yeah, you're, you're on point with that. Yes. Okay. So Mike has some people. I guess you might want to call them clients. And I, I actually didn't really know this. I thought in my mind, I'm in like, you know, and Mike, you know, we, we've grown up together. We've had various levels of gambling you know what i mean to most people yeah, that i know 100%. that i most people that i know i cruise with and they see me playing and they see 500 you know thousand two thousand go off the cover the table they're like this guy's crazy and i just try to tell them like i go with my friends it's like it's like i'm not even playing it's like i'm just kind of like watching and you know playing with fun money but either way so um i always had the the mindset that the house pretty much always wins. You always basically correct hundred percent uh, on that. You're on point. Okay, for well, the most part, for the most part, exactly. It's, it's except for the reason that you're actually on this call right now. From what you're starting to tell me, so like whether yeah, like blackjack, black. You know, if you're if you're gonna go to Vegas, if you're gonna go, they're always gonna catch up to you, right? Is that is that pretty much the way it is? Yeah, you, you, you'll 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 get them. You'll hit them, and a, and a game of blackjack maybe one or two times when you head out. But you know, out of the ten times you're there, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose seven. You know, right? Seven, seven, seven to six times you're gonna lose. Right. And you know, it is those big little those big wins that keep you coming back, right? Hundred percent. The big win hit you back, and then next time they get you, you lose a couple thousand. Ah, yeah. uh, I'm gonna come back yeah. next week, get that back. Yeah. And then when you come back, they hit you again, and right. then you, and now I gotta get my money back, and you keep you're running to that pattern. Right. So, but the thing what you guys have always told me was that that's not the dangerous part. The dangerous part is not gambling with money that's in front of you. It's not gambling with chips that you have on your table that you see come and go. The dangerous part is when you start betting on sports because, right, that's money that's, uh, I guess. It's, it's like the, it's your free rolls. You're just getting on. used to be get on the phone, put a bet in, and, you know, you got seven days of action betting. And you square up at the end of the week, but you don't have any money up front. So it's it's pretty much you're playing with credit and honor. But a lot of times the credit and honor doesn't doesn't work. Right. Because you know, you can just get into desperate situations. Correct. All right. So 
not not no mysteries there. No nothing nothing right. groundbreaking there. We all knew that. That's pretty much how it is. But you were telling me just now. You started to tell me. We didn't even get into it yet because I just kind of stopped you and was like, let's maybe kind of take this uh take this on the air because I was just fascinated. So you got a guy. You said somebody came. Yeah, I got you. a client. So somebody came to a- you though. They introduced you to this guy who's a big money gambler, right? So he's they come to you. And, all right, so take it from there. So you know, a mutual friend of mine brought me this client. And, uh, you know, the guy wanted to open five accounts uh, with pretty big limits. He wanted uh, 20000 each account with a $2,000 per play bet. So I said, hey, great. This is great. And the guy told me right up the front, I usually pay up on Fridays. He said, no, let's do Mondays. I don't want to start the new week until we're fresh. I like to pay up. All right, so, said, you, all right. so to break it down, you got a guy who knows what he wants. You could tell right. he's a seasoned gambler. He comes at you with a different set of terms. And you know what? I know you usually pay on Friday. Can you extend this for me on Monday? Because you know what? I pay quick when I lose. I expect the money quick when I win. And I'm just, you, you're never going to have to worry about me paying. So a guy like that, you'll you'll extend that courtesy for, right? Yeah, he, he was a gentleman. He wanted to do it that way. And to me, it's good because I'm not taking any chances. He's going to pay before he puts a new bet in for the new week. I'm on board. Okay. So what happened was the, the first week he goes, that's, he loses 5,000 for the week. Calls me up on Monday. Hey, come down, come to my store, pick up, pick up your envelope. I was like, wow, this guy's legit. He's, you know, he just lost five. He's, he's paying me right away. So I go pick up the money. He starts betting that Monday for the new weeks, fresh week. Um, and the next day, my partner calls me up and goes, "Yo, who's this guy? You got playing? He's up thirty-seven thousand dollars." <laughs> this is week one. This is the first week after. First week after he lost five thousand. <laughs> that Monday, he's up thirty-seven k. So, did you get any warning of this guy? Like, did somebody tell somebody handed nope. you over to him? They said, "Listen, I, I, I got a good guy for you." They didn't say, "Listen, this guy kills it." No, and I then I was thinking, did I get set up here? Like, is the person that sent him to me cut getting cut in on the deal? Because, you know, that happens sometimes. So I tell my partner, don't worry about it. Can you, you, know, hold on. Can, you can you explain that part of it? So you're saying if 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 the guy knows he's good and he can't find a bookie and a bookie yes. is going to pass him off to another bookie, he's yes. going to say, if you find me somebody else, I'll win and then I'll cut you in for finding me somebody new? Yes. Okay, and that's gotcha. what I'm going to get into later in the story about okay. that because that's what in my head I'm like, all right. So the, he got brought to me. This guy's in on it getting a cut. But I said, I tell my partner – you know what? Let's relax. It's only Monday. Let's see what happens the next day. What are we going to do? The next day he wins like another 20,000. And so he's up 57 after two days. And I get a call from the guy who's gambling. He's like, Hey, Mike, um, hope all is well. (laughs) I'm up about 57,000 right now. It's Tuesday. Do you want me to keep playing or should I stop? Cause I, I, I'm going to get paid. So I just want to know if you guys can handle what I'm doing right now because I'm going to crush you. So <laughs> let me know what you want to do because I get paid. I was like, no, we're good. We have no issues. We'll pay you if you win 200 grand. We're going to pay you. Okay. Long story short, he finishes out the week. He wins 78000 for the week, right? Okay. So well, not he, better, than, better than 200. All right. Yeah. So he wins 78000 and – I'm like, all right, this guy must have 
Fagazi the first week lost on purpose, set me up with a five thousand loss, pays. So now I got to pay him. So you think that's what happened? You think the first week he just was like gave you a softball? Let me, let me. Yes. Oh my gosh, See, this think, is fascinating to me, man. So now I'm like, okay, let's see what happens the next week. So my partner calls me Monday morning, and goes, you know, we're not paying this guy, right? I was like, no, we got to. He's like, all right, tell him we're not going to pay him to the end of the week, though, Friday. I said, that's not going to fly. He said, Mondays. I'm sorry to keep backing you up. I just don't want to miss anything. Why yeah. did what, what grounds did you think your partner was going to say by not having to pay this guy? He was just like, uh, you know what? We don't know him that long. He took a, he, 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 he took a shot at us. Let's just disappear. That's what he, oh, okay. he wanted me just to, just to. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I, that's not who I am. I, I just don't want right. to do that. Okay, so you just know? beat him. You just wanted to beat him. Yeah. So now... I called the guy up and I said, Hey, listen, uh, you won a lot. Good job. No problem paying you. Do you mind if I stop by on Thursday? I got to get it together. He goes, absolutely not. I need you here today. I paid you come to my store. If you don't have it, you're still showing up in my store. So I go to his store. I don't have it. And I go in his basement. He's got five computers set up. TV screens in the basement of the store. Oh, my. Why would he freaking and, show you that? Yeah. He doesn't tell me anything yet. And he's sitting there smoking a cigarette. He's like, so why don't I have my money? And I was like, well, you know, you hit a lot. It, You know, we just need a couple days to get it all together. No worries, though. He goes, let me ask you, Mike, should I play today? Or should I just cut it to say, listen, we can't afford you. You're going to pay me, but I'm going to stop. I said, no, no, no. Keep playing. Keep playing. You know, hopefully he's going to lose oh, it. Oh, jeez. I don't know. He's sharp, really. That so, good yet? So that's why he wants to get it paid on Monday because he wants that. Right. He wants that slate wiped clean so he can yes. go in Monday knowing and not having to worry about getting back backlogged. Correct. Because clearly he's done this to somebody else before. <laughs> yes. Yes, he has. So now I tell him there's no worries. He's like, let me tell you something. He's like, tell your partner to Google my name. Oh, jeez. And after he does that, ask him if he wants to pay me. And that's all I say to you. He's like, oh, you're, you're a good guy. Come see me Thursday. But just, just Google my name, you know, on your drive home. <laughs> so what do I do? I Google his name. I'm a little worried, you know? Yeah. I'm like, what I get myself into? This and that. So I Google the guy's name. He was in uh, a major crime family. And uh, he, he served five years in the state penitentiary. Okay. And he was a major bookmaker himself. I was gonna. I was just gonna ask that. Why doesn't this guy have his own book? He was a major bookmaker uh-huh. with over three thousand clients, and he, you know, he got busted. They took everything he had. He didn't rat, so he went away to jail. So when he was in jail, him and two of his guys that he was booking up with, they came up with to go to the other side and crush bookies, and that's it. So, oh. but I didn't, just by Googling his name, I didn't read all that yet. I just Googled his name and I seen he was in the mob and I was like, all right, you know what? Who cares? He's, he's going to lose this week. Nobody wins two weeks in a row. So <laughs> even after you saw all the computers and the high tech equipment, you're at, you're like, you're still feeling good about this whole thing. Well, that's, you know, <laughs> that's the gambling me myself. So I was like, this guy's going to lose it back by Thursday. He'll probably, you know, so I wake up Tuesday morning. I get a call from Costa Rica where our sites are and the guy who monitors everything says, listen, you got to shut this guy down. <laughs> he's sharp. He's, he's betting. He's jumping on bets before Vegas even knows the lines are moving. He knows what he's doing. 
And I was like, I don't believe that. Don't worry about it. Leave it on. We're good. We're like, I got to tell you, you're, you're kind of ignoring some signs here. You, the gambler in you is uh, kind of coming out here maybe a little. <laughs> yes. So Thursday comes, and the guy's up 123000 right, plus the 70 and change that we owe him, <sighs> right? So we get the money together. I go to his office. I pay him the 78. He gets paid. Yeah. He, he's fine. He thinks, all right, these guys, he did what he said. He came here on Thursday. Right. And uh, he crushes us. He hits us that week on all five different accounts for almost, I think it was like 260,000. Right. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, all right, now I got a problem. Like, I'm like, I, I can't shut him. Like, I can't let him keep playing on Monday. I just got to say, I got to tell him, like, you broke us. Like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. you know? So everything's on me. My partner's not even getting involved. He's telling me, throw my cell phone out. He doesn't know who you are. Walk away. So I said, I, I, I can't do that. Well, your partner's you know? the same. He's telling you to, was telling you to beat him on the first week. Now he's just, right. taking, he's just taking himself out of the equation? Yeah, he's trying. But I'm not letting that happen. Right. So I was like, so I go to the guy's office on Monday with no money for him. And I say, listen, obviously, you're very good at what you do. We can't take your action anymore. I'm going to pay you every dollar. Right. He goes, no, no, I want my money today. Do you understand? Yeah. Right. And I was like, no, I don't. He's like, well, then take me to your partner's house and I'll knock on his door and talk to him. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm a man. I'll, I'll pay you. And he goes, you got one week to pay me, right? Yeah. And that's it. So then he sat me down and broke everything down to me that day. I was down there for three hours with him. He told me what he does. He, he's like, I like you. You're a good guy. You know, you did pay me a little bit, but I don't care if you're a good guy or not. I'm getting paid. And then he said, this is what I do. He told me the whole story about when he was in jail and he came out. And at the end of the day, he has a guy in Vegas, a guy in Chicago, and they all communicate and they all open up counts everywhere in the, in the major cities and they crush bookies. But the problem is they do lose sometimes. They get bad info. They do lose. So imagine, he's saying yeah. when, they, when they do get crushed, they lose two, three hundred grand. So he says when, you know, each guy has their own little setup. So he says, if I don't pay him, he's got to take the money in his pocket to kick back to these guys. So that's why it's so important that they get paid on Monday, you know? Yeah. So at the end of the day, he goes to me, listen, just pay me. We'll be good. Could you find me any bookies around? <laughs> no, right? no, you got to find. So now I'm like, you got to serve, serve them up to people. Yeah. So, you know, you got set up. I got set up. So I said, okay, I'm going to set, I got to set a couple people up. <laughs> so I go through the roller decks <laughs> And I find I'm sure you got used... a couple of people on there that you'd be happy to set up. No. Oh yes. Well, <laughs> I went through the Rolodex guys that I dealt with in the past that I didn't have great relationships with. <laughs> I said, ah, you know what? Everybody gets greedy. Thanks. I'm going to do the same thing. So I, I set him up with one guy and same format. But he, the deal was though, he was get he asked me what percentage I wanted out of the winnings. He's like, I'll give you up to 50%, but if I lose, you got to pay that percentage too. So basically, if he loses $100 and I say I want 50% of it, if he loses, I got to pay 50. If he wins, I get 50. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Ugh. So 
But based I, on his track listen, record, you know, you feel yeah, pretty- I, I was like, I'll take 20 percent, you know, because yeah. my luck will go on a bad streak and I'm getting killed again. So I said, I'll take 20 percent the first week. He does it to the guy. He loses like six grand. Yeah. Pays him the next week. He's hammered this guy. Who, who right? and who are you talking about? Nobody, nobody I know, right? You didn't. You didn't. Um, yeah, yeah, you definitely know who that person is. <laughs> okay. Somebody, um, somebody across the way in a RVC. Yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> somebody across the way that the guy had to uh, sign a document. That's beautiful um, for his house. Okay. That if if he didn't pay, he was going to take his house. Oh my That's, gosh. It got that bad because the guy ended up hitting him for two hundred ninety thousand. And he didn't have it, and he made him put his deed his house up. Had a payment plan. If he didn't pay, he was going down to the sheriff. And oh wait, so this is it. this already happened with this guy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. So when I got the gist of it, this and this guy was a bad dude. Like he's when I went to his basement, I was scared because it was a slab basement. He went down the Bilco doors, and uh, you know. Well, that's He's what I was going to ask you. Were you like at all, like kind of like alarmed? Because it sounds like in the beginning, you know, usually this is clearly not the typical uh, bookie better relationship. Because usually it's not the better that t- just goes to the bookies. No, I'm getting paid. Like right when no, he, when, exactly. he, when he was talking to you like that, did you did you did you kind of feel like okay, we're not dealing with the average cat here? Or like, oh yeah, I, I I felt that way, but I also felt like I'm too in now. Like yeah, I'm not letting this guy walk away with seventy grand on me. Like I'm getting some of that back. Yeah. So I should have known the first day I walked into his deli, some Irish guy was in the counter, nobody in his place, and he goes, "Yeah, hold on, I'll let him know you're coming down." And I had to walk down these door. I had to go through like a hallway into an office and that's when the whole setup and the guy's just sitting there in a pair of shorts, t-shirt, ripping cigarettes, like his job. And he's like, yeah, I sit down here for like 14 hours a day. Right. Oh my gosh. And he just exam. they just examine. Yeah. He just sits there and he, and he, and he watches lines and he said to me, don't ever try to copy what I do because my, once I put a bet in, the line, we changed the lines because they put over ten, tens of thousands of dollars on games. And the telltale sign, they don't bet games. The average better in America bets what's on TV. Monday Night Football. Right. You know, the Jets, Giants in New York. You know, whatever's big, on TV. Big, big games, nationally televised games. Correct. College yeah, games like yeah. the Saturday Alabama game. Yeah, yeah. People are going to put their $25, $50 on it so they could sit and enjoy it. Yeah. And then you have the degenerates that are going to bet more. But this guy never bet a game like that. He never had Alabama. Never had the – he would bet Mid-Valley, Tennessee. He would bet all these games that, like, why would you bet that? Like, and he would just crush it. Like, and that's because the odds makers are not putting enough time and right. effort into deciding what Correct. will actually happen. So they just throw a number at it, knowing that yep. there won't be a lot of action on it. But then this guy Correct. goes in and sees the opportunity. Correct. He said that you, you, the Alabama games, the Tennessee, the big sports, it's you're not making money on that because everybody's betting. You know, Alabama, the line's going to move a little, so yeah. it's too tricky. And the line, you know? yeah, because they're like literally all the odds makers like examine the shit out of it, and they know exactly they they have a better feel for that game, so it's harder to beat them on a game like that, right? Correct. Okay. And that's why this guy's betting Middle Tennessee, like weird games, and he he was just crushing it, and. 
the funnier part about the whole story, and I'll never forget, like, I became friends with the guy. Like, we're cool. He got paid for me. I can never find him anymore, people. Like, a and the funny part of the story, three years later, this uh, friend of mine calls me up and goes, hey, I was at the commuters club. I ran into some guy playing darts, and he asked me if I knew anybody who can get him a line. He's like, I thought of you. He's like, I'm like, what was this guy's name? And he's like, I forget it. But he's like, he was looking for, it's weird. He was looking for like five accounts with, you know, 10,000 each account. With a, I'm like, was it same guy? Oh, he was, gosh. And my friend's like, yeah, he told me he'll throw me like 30%, 40%, whatever. I said, yeah, I know who he is. I already dealt with him. Thank you. I'm good. <laughs> right. Yeah, so he can't get action anywhere really around here. And unless somebody does it for him. But the thing is, I said to him was, why would you do that? Why would you be small? Like win three to 8,000 a week and then lose one week. When you hit people for 70, flags fly. Well, that's the problem. You know? he, he, he knows he's probably got a – he's only got a short amount of time to make the money, right? Right. That's what he said to me. He goes, if I nickel and dime you and win five grand, after four weeks of winning five grand every week, they're going to cut me off anyway. Right. Like this guy's sharp. We don't want him. And then you just so, wasted five weeks. Right. So he's like, at least if I hit you for a matter of 200 grand in two, three weeks, I know I'm getting paid because I get paid every time. He's like, check my track record. When a guy talked to me like that, I knew I was in trouble. Yeah. When he told me, Google my name. Yeah, you never want that. You never want to hear Google. Hey, listen, on your way home, go Google my name. Then you're like, you know what? I don't even need to. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I knew. I, I, the whole way home, I'm like, okay, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Right. And the the only good advice he ever gave me was Did you make good. a hard U-turn over the divider to make sure there wasn't a tail on you? <laughs> Dude, he knew where I lived, everything already. He knew he knew everything about me. Oh. I think he the first day he took a picture of my license plate and ran my whole shit. But he said to me one day, I never forget this, and it came to be true. He was like, you see the guy upstairs? You know, he's an ugly fuck. He'd been working for me for 30 years at the counter. Who? Who's this but guy? There was a guy up there when you were. Yeah, his guy. He was this counter guy who told people to go in the basement. That was okay. his job. Gotcha. So he's like, he's been working for 30 years. You know, yeah. he, he don't make much money, but his wife's beautiful, he said. And you know why he's been married for 40 years? Because he goes home. You know, he works at a deli. He has nothing going for him, but he listens to his wife every day. Yeah. He goes, so that's what women like. So then he goes, you're going to be divorced within three to five years. He said that to me. Yeah. Never forget it. He said, you're going to be divorced. I'm like, what? No, no way. He goes, yeah, yeah, you'll be divorced. He's like, uh, we, I was you. He goes, you run around fast lane, this and that. It, it never ends good. Sure enough. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, you know. He had a, well, he, he, I'm he, not blaming myself. That That's another that's another story for another day. <laughs> but he saw, he's, <laughs> he saw it coming. You know, he did. How old it is was this funny. guy? Uh, he's in late fifties. Okay. So you know, but he has a good so he, operation. So he's seen some things. Yes. Seen some things. He was on both sides and, uh, that's his career. He, he made money doing that for his career. Now, did you, two, two, two parted question here. A, did you, uh, question the person who led him to you and B, yes. did you get questioned by the person who you led him to? I questioned the person I sent them to me, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You set me up with this fucking maniac? Yeah. I, he's like, I had no idea. Yeah, okay. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, you had no idea? I'm like, what were you getting, 40% or 20? Like, I yeah. know that. I said the gig's up. He told me everything. and He didn't tell me you were in on it, but he did tell me how, what the operation is. 
And my friend swore to me that he had nothing to do with it. He got him through a mutual friend, too, when they were playing darts. And, and it came up, and, and he thought of me. And I was like, okay. I didn't believe it. He definitely was looking. He probably was making money off it. And it is what it is. I mean, I couldn't prove it, but he was. I was definitely getting scammed. Yeah. You know. Holy shit. But, See, I didn't – I never knew that – like, listen, we've been friends a long time. I've – you know, I, I'm next to you. I hear the stories. I'm, I'm pretty, right. you know, dialed into all that stuff. That I didn't know that there was freaking people that go around and, and that were that good that beat bookies. But that would have been – I, I didn't know we I didn't know this story before I turned right. my mics on and you just told me that there was a guy that beat you. I didn't know he had that this intricate system. Um Yes. But is there is there guys out there that are that don't necessarily have an operation that are just really good that you'll you'll shut down? No. I mean, I don't know that like I said, in Costa Rica we have a manager at the office that monitors the players. Yeah. And they see certain and sometimes when a guy wins like weird stuff mm -hmm. and he three to four weeks that are always hitting big. Yeah. I'll call up and say, Hey, could you run a check? You pay extra. And it's like, Hey, could you run a check on this guy? See like what he's betting? Why is he, are the lines moving? And the guy will call you back and say, listen, this guy's sharp. I'm recommending you get rid of him. Yeah. Right. But you do what you want. Okay, so um, they just, can they use data? They use data and spit it back out to yes. you, for you to do whatever you want with it. But sometimes I don't agree with them because I had a mutual friend of ours. Right. And the guy lost like seven weeks in a row and he finally starts winning. And I know he wasn't sharp. He's dumb as rocks, but he was he just he got caught, lucky. A, caught a little hot streak. And I got, and they caught my partner called me. He said, yo, we got to get rid of this guy. I said, no way. I'm like, this guy's dead money. <laughs> I, I, I know they're like, Oh, he won five grand, four grand. I said, it doesn't matter. He's going to lose the end of the, so sometimes they're a little off, but with that big guy, they, they were right, but I just ignored it. And thought I was going to turn the page, right. and it never did. That's pretty funny. That's a great freaking story. Yeah, yeah. It's um, you know, but you know, gambling. You like you said, you're on the cruises. You know, the cruise people bet and stuff like that. Let me ask you you a question on the cruises. Do they give credit on cruises? I was going to switch it over to that in a second because I know that you have showed me a bunch of deals that you've got and kind of like yes. offers and promotional stuff that, so yeah, they, they do. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty easy if you're gambling because people are on vacation cruising. You have your, you have your whales here and there, but like most of the time people are real casual and most of the time people really don't know what they're doing. They're like me in that, you know, these are people who play blackjack maybe two, two, three times a year when they're on vacation. So they're not dealing with real people who know what they're doing. So and it's we, mostly like vacationers yeah. having a few drinks, put starting out with two, 300 bucks. And if I lose it, I'm good. I can go to bed. Yeah. But they'll have like $7 minimum tables. So you'll have even less than that. If you're on a cruise and you're betting a consistent $25 a hand, that's high. Okay, but you. But having said that, you will. You will get like even me. I've been. I've been on both ends of it. I've been on both ends where I've been sitting next to people where like you know I've been up in you know two three thousand dollars a a a cruise and people are sitting next to me and I'll be on a run and I'll be like cashing in and people will be looking at me like who the hell is this guy? I'm really, I'm like it's not. This is not a lot. Do they ever shut you down though? No, might mean me. No, I'm not, I'm not close to that. But um, I've never they did that to me in. Mm -hmm. in in Puerto Rico, they I shut the whole casino down. 
how did how did that happen? What did it take to do that? Um, not much. I was very surprised. We were there for a bachelor party, and we were in the casino at the hotel. It wasn't big. Yeah. The max at the table was, um, I think, five hundred max bet. Mm-hmm. For Twenty-five. I'm playing two hands at a time, and I went on one of my crazy runs. Next thing I know, it was up like fourteen thousand, and they have like they kept changing the dealers on me. I kept yelling at them, "Don't worry, I still got your money." Yeah. And next thing you know, the casino was supposed to close at 2 a.m. It was like 12.15. They said, last three hands. I'm like, whoa, whoa, you, you said 2 o'clock. They're like, we can close whatever time we like. Yeah. Right? So they just shut me down. I cashed out like 11 grand, walked out. I got to a taxi, was driving to the next local casino. The taxi driver, I said, take me. And he's like, I told him what just happened. Nice man. He was like, listen. Go back. I'm not taking it. Go to bed. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to go crush this casino. He's like, no, no, go to bed. He goes, you're going to, they're already called over to the nearest casino. They're going to wait there and they're going to rob you. So I said, I, I don't care. I made him take me. And I played like three hands. Yeah. I hit all three. They closed the table and they said I wasn't welcome there because I wasn't staying at that hotel. And the taxi driver actually still was outside waiting for me. I got in there, he took me home, and he probably saved my life because they might have, like he said, they'll rob you there. They'll just, but, they'll just, they'll, yeah, it's, it's a whole they, different they, He said they, they get on the phone, they call their nearest cousin, thug somebody or outside. Whatever, thug laying around. Right, and they say, listen, this they guy. They know you're a tourist, and yeah. Right. So that's, but on a cruise ship, you hear funny stories about that too. That's what oh, I'm yeah, saying. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> That one with you, you were like, I'm not going on a cruise. The guy got thrown yeah, out the window. Yeah, they killed that guy. Yeah. Well, that wasn't like because he was winning a bunch of money. That was like. He did he, win, dude, he won like 25 grand. Yeah, dude, I, that's not happening. 25 grand on a cruise. Somebody's Nobody's he, nobody's murdering anybody over 25 grand on any, on any major what, cruise line. Why, why, why'd they kill him? For fun? I don't think. Well, uh, you know what? I, I Honestly, I can't speak. I remember watching it. And I was into it, but I don't. The, they, he just got into some weird shit with the people he was with. Yes, he did. He got involved with with three uh, you yeah. know, Russians, and it wasn't good. Yeah, no, <laughs> definitely wasn't good. There was noises and bangs and blood. But <laughs> yes, um, but there was that wasn't. I gotta watch that again. That was because you. His I wife rem- woke up. His yeah. wife woke up in the hallway. She had no idea what happened. <laughs> yeah, she, she got Ruth. Do, let me ask you this: as being a, a table guy, like. Yes. One time I was at I was playing. I was in the casino on the cruise and I was doing really well. I went up a thousand, went up fifteen, went up I was up like three three thousand dollars and I was doing really, really well for the guy and I was I was tipping him well and he then he went away. And he was gone. So I had another dealer, started losing a little bit but sort of maintaining. About maybe twenty minutes later, that same dealer came back. Okay. Then we started playing and he saw me playing and I, after one hand after one hand, he said, Thomas, time for bed, Thomas, time for bed. Just saying it kind of casually and just be, being cool but saying it kind of casually. And I'm like, ah, not time for bed yet. No, we're not done yet. And then uh, I lost like maybe two more hands. And then because I was, you know, throwing them $10 chips, $5 chips. Nobody else on the, these cruises a lot of times they don't, they don't give anybody anything. Um, I'm not, I'm, he, I know what he was doing. And he and he literally he, looked at me and he stopped. Giving you the heads up. He stopped. Times He's, are changing. But he 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 made it a point to say stop. And he said, "Thomas, you take care of me all night. I take care of you now. You go to bed now." Is that yeah? That's real. That's one hundred percent real. Times were changing. He knew 
you were you were not going to win. I don't know how they do it, but it was going to turn on you, and it was he was happy for you. You tipped him. He wanted you to walk away a winner. That happened to me twice, man. And so this guy was real with it. This guy like looked me dead in the eye, and was like, "Thomas, you took care of me. I'm taking." Did care you walk of you. away? Um, no, I lost. I lost it all. <laughs> See, that's what I'm telling yeah. you. Because not to piggyback your story, but same thing kind of happened to me in Atlantic City. I'm there with all my friends from work, bachelor party, blah blah blah. I sit down. Nobody wants to play with me. They just want to watch me. They were like amazed watching for some reason. I don't know. I remember, so that. I, remember playing. I remember playing with you guys and you guys freaking I'm sitting at the table with you guys and crowds gather around and then you guys are like throwing hundred dollar chips at them just so they leave. Yeah. Like take a walk. Yeah. So I'm playing and I bought him for a thousand. And after like an hour, my friends at work are like, Yo, Mike, you you're up seven thousand. Walk away. I said, Now I'm a little fucked up. Don't don't tell me what to do. I'm here to win thirty thousand. I remember I told my wife before I left, I'm gonna come home with thirty thousand. Long story short, after four hours, I have twenty three thousand in front of me with my first thousand. I could I was playing one on one, tipping everybody, everybody's drinking, have a good time. The pit boss comes over and says, Hey Mike, you had a good run. Go out with the guys, go to dinner, have a good time, you know. I was like, Don't tell me what to do. I'm gonna win thirty grand. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was being, you know, belligerent. Yeah. And next you my friend Silvio next to me counts it, and he goes, Mike, you got $29,500 in front of you. I was like, yeah, I'm winning 50 now. I couldn't lose. I right. could not lose. They warned me again. Even the diff They were switching dealers. The dealer shaking the head at me. Two shoes later, I lose everything. 29500 The first hand I had up, I was playing two hands, 1500 a hand. I blackjack for the dealer, three thousand oh out the window. Next hand, fifteen hundred each. I had a double down twice. Came out that I had six grand up. Dealer pulled the twenty, lost. So in two hands, I lost nine thousand back in four minutes. And I got pissed and I said, I'm gonna win it back. Tw took twenty minutes to lose twenty nine thousand five hundred. <sighs> twenty minutes. That's, and then to make to make me more sick. That's when you're ready for a swan dive. <laughs> Oh, I, I never – and then the worst part about the story was I went back later that night with my own money. I had like another five grand on me, lost that, and then the whole way home when my buddy from work was like, hey, Mike, that was a lot of money. Mike, you know, you know, some people uh, make that in a year. Yeah, so this Mike, guy doesn't uh, understand to shut the hell up. Yeah, I was ready to be like, Sil, do me a favor. I'm yeah. going to get this card about 90, open yeah. the door. Yeah. <laughs> dude, you know? Dude, dude, tuck, and, tuck and roll. Like, you know, I, technically, yeah, the, the 29,000 in front of me wasn't mine, but it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've heard, like, a lot of, I've heard, obviously, none of our friends are suicidal, but I've heard many a story about people that bothered me, driving though. back that's, from AC, like, ready to freaking, they just, just veer off <laughs> just a few times. Well, that's the only time in my life, not only time, but that it actually lingered for like four days that I kept thinking about it. And I was like mad. Cause I was like, if any of my real friends were there, like you and some of the guys, yeah, you probably would have took at least 10 grand off the table on me. Yeah. I would have probably told you to shut the fuck up and give it back to me. I mean, and I probably would have bet with it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, the gambling, I would love to get on a cruise ship yeah. and, and take it for a, for a beating. But you know, you said it's you, hard you, to do. You know, you would put up, you would, 
you would put on a show on a cruise ship. It would be uh, out of control. There'd be a lot. Of, you'd 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 get a lot of attention. And you know what? We've talked about this too. Like you can't play with me. Like we 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 uh, we've already yeah discussed yeah that. we we butt heads. Yeah. Like I I, I don't uh, you, uh you're the type. I feel it. I feel it. I no, feel good no. with this fourteen. No, not feel not feel it. I feel good with the fourteen. No, dude. I just don't. Listen, you don't want to bust. You I don't. don't you're bust. the guy who doesn't want to bust. I don't want to. So bust. you don't play the right way, and you fuck the whole table. And every every time it freaking happens, where I I like say, okay, I'll play your way, and then I get to ten, and then boom, take the cards, go, thank you, it's over. Yeah, like, but, yeah, but uh, that one hand, you got to play the percentages and the rules, you know, and you just you just play for yourself. You're not a team player. Oh, I mean, I I still, and I'm maybe I'm a little stupid. I still don't understand how. My freaking cards are ex- affecting your hand, like you, like you know they, what's like, coming. I'm not saying I know what's coming, but it's just the laws of average with the, with the rules of the game. If but you can I just 16, save the table just as much as I could screw the table? Like, what if I get? What if I? They hit? say no. They they say no. The, the the listen. I didn't write the book, but the book says no. So like when you sit there <laughs> and you got a twelve, you know, not twelve. Twelve is bad number because that's like a judgment call. But you got fifteen. Yeah. You know, and the dealer says he's got a ten, and you say, "Oh, I gotta stay here. I, I don't want. I only can get like a couple different cards to make a hand here." And you stay, and then the next card out, you know, is a six. You would have got twenty-one, but no, the guy who's next to you ends up busting because of it. Right, but who that? Who who the hell knows that there's a six? Like there, I could have just as easily got a ten, and then he gets a six. And uh, screwing myself and then setting them up. How the hell do you? What's what's the difference? Like how do you? Then why is there? Listen, it's like anything. There's there's rules to certain games. Right. I think there's just rules that rules that affect you. And I think you're 100 percent right by playing the percentages overall over the long haul. You're gonna win. You're gonna win more by playing the right way. They say. Right. Not every time. Right. But if you play the right way. Yeah. Like there's times that I get. I I was playing one time. I had like a thousand dollar bet up, and I doubled down three times. I had this guy next to me. He's got $25 up. I looked at him and he's sitting here like, ah, I'm like, I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you $25 and I'm going to play your hand. Yeah. You, here's the free, I'll give you your money. You won. Don't tell me how to play my hand. Yeah. Right. The guy ends up hitting me. He shouldn't have. Right. The whole table bust. So for the rest of the time I sat there and told him, I hope he loses every dollar. Every card that came out, I, I, I was hoping it was a, yeah. A bus caught on him. Yeah, I ruined his night. Six hands later, he left. Well, I got a friend named Chris, and uh, I don't know if you met him or not. Um, we, no, I never have. We cruise him all the time, and uh, you know, you 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 wouldn't be able to. You think I'm bad? You wouldn't be able. To, he, he doesn't. He doesn't not uh, s- split tens. He splits. He gets two tens. He splits them. Yeah. See, I split. I split him. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I see you get all frustrated at the table, walk away. And uh, let me ask you this: You like the you? I know one thing you do like when people do this. And if you're at a table with somebody, and they they like they'll be playing, and then they'll like without announcement just stop playing, and then jump back in maybe two hands later unannounced. You love that, yes, I, Tommy. I love that. <laughs> I love. That. I I will berate that person. Make sure he knows what a piece of shit I think he is every which way, right? If you fucking want to stay out, stay out till the shoe's over. Yeah. Just like the jerk off who comes over and they see the table excited. You say you're on a cruise. You got five guys. You guys are winning your $10 hands. Everybody's excited. And then 
you got some guy comes over because he wants to jump in on the wings. Okay. And now he jumps in on a hand, and the t- cards change. I know you don't think the cards change, but the cards change. No, I get. <laughs> so, so, so you're getting a, so the people out there listening, you're getting a real, you're getting a real deal right here. Like, you, so f- full on. If there's a table that's got momentum. And they're doing well. People are cheering. Out of courtesy, you just don't go to that table is what you're saying. Right. I mean, if you want to go over there and see what's going on, and maybe if you if you really want to do it and get involved, you might say to somebody at the table, hey, mind if spot I jump open. In? Do, you, yeah. do you mind if I jump in? And when you get like three death scans, <laughs> then, then, then you probably decide to like just get a drink and wait it out. Yeah. Right? What I do is I just look at them and I say, no, nah, I'm playing two hands. Yeah. And I don't let him in. You know, I tell him I'm playing both. You know what I love? I love when we're at it, when we go to AC <laughs> and, and and watching you like when there's like a uh, – because every single time, no matter what, you'll see the like the 65-year-old guy who's <laughs> who's you know he's he's on his third day, no sleep. Oh, yeah. I love those guys, and you, you always <laughs> call them out. I love those people. It's great. Yeah, them, them guys are the Warriors. They're, they're out, you know. <laughs> you they, they know, took... it happened one time with us because I was new, and I was jumping in and jumping out, and the guy wouldn't even talk to me. He talked to you. He that... goes, listen, straighten your friend out. <laughs> yeah, he told i never forget that. He told me, yeah, you're a good guy. I don't know about your buddy over here. Tell him to get with the program. <laughs> He's like, yeah. tell your friend. <laughs> you weren't on board with him. <laughs> no. No. The guy was already in for three cash advances. What do you want him to do? <laughs> exactly. Third day. He's had Third two, day. He's had two marriages dissolved since he's been there. Now, uh, the casino thing, is it live and active down in um, South Florida? Man, uh, you know what? Yeah, the the Hard Rock is, is a hot spot, definitely. And there's uh, gambling boats, but, you know, right now, I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on under this climate. Are the boats sailing? No, 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 no. Like, um, well, the gambling boat was sailing. I don't know if they stopped it again, but that's up in Orlando. So that was going on for a little while. Okay. But they may have stopped it again since this whole <laughs> respike happened. But uh, I'm not really sure. But we got to it's, – it's pretty easy. Like, you would never – like I, I always go back and forth on whether or not you 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 you'd like cruising or not because you go you go from like yeah I want to go on the next one to like uh, every time I tell you everything that happened about it you'd be like I want no part of that so I, I'm still well, trying to figure out what your story is with that. My two things about the cruises, like I told you, it looks fun. I see all your you know your podcast, your videos, looks amazing, and I don't know if it's just you're great at selling the dream <laughs> out there. Like, because when you show it, it's like, hey, listen, I, I, I told you when I do my Lake George trip, I listen to your podcast on the way up there. Yeah. You know, it's like a three hour ride. And I'm, I get out there. I'm like, oh, I got to go cruising. Yeah. You know, I, I know you're a great time. But when you talk about it, you make like this is this is a must. But then dude, just think, how I, could it be bad? Just examine what we're doing. Like, how could that be bad? Yeah. But then I look at like some cruise ships and I see the pools the size of like a hot tub yeah. and there's 37 people waiting to get in it. You know, I have said that to you though. Like you're, you're a outside guy. You're a, you're a beach tan pool side guy. You like that. You like that. Well, I'm like, you're, you're, you're running mate for a while. Stu. Yeah. Stu likes to tan, you know, and do stuff like that and go, I'm the same kind of guy. Yeah. Do I like, do I like to turn it up a little? Yeah. I, I want to get, I want to get drunk and have a good time, but I like going to an island like if I go to, you know, you go to the Bahamas, 
I like to go to Atlantis and wake up every day, and then I like to just walk right down to the beach. Yeah. And and not have a timeline of like a, a horn honk could tell me to get on the boat. You know, I could tell you you probably um you 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 probably would really like a cruise, but yeah, you do sound like a little bit more like a all inclusive type of guy, like just kind of like, you know, I, I like the freaking adventure of it. I don't. Need- would you like like with a cruise? Like I I know you love them and you know. Going to that island and you have a short window, doesn't that upset you not seeing the island really? Yeah, but I, I feel like um, – I, I like, like I said, I just use the word adventure. I treat it like that. Like you get off the ship and if you really get enough drinks in you, you cram enough activities activity, activities into the one day and then you find yourself going from here and then you end up at the beach. And then like you know, we try to end it up with us having a – run to the ship you know what i mean like I don't yeah know. but when's your when's your relaxing time like when do you get to say today i'm gonna sit in a lounge chair drink four buckets of no, beer you could do that you could do that every day every day you can do that any day you really want. yeah like we like a perfect example like let's just say we were gonna we were gonna do that you we would be there i would be in the sun with you for a little while jump in the pool a little bit but i'd be mostly <laughs> at the bar and like you'd be mostly at the, but we'd also be in like to say it's you know you can do a bunch of things. Like I also like to do the tours. Like if I if I get off the cruise, like I like to do like a, you know, a, a, a driving tour of like the mountaintops and go from place to place. That's one day. Uh, San Juan is a great place to walk around to eat and go to restaurants and shop a little bit and see the sights, you know. And then you have on the cruise. It also depends on the ship. Like some of the ships are more crowded than others. There's definitely ships you could find. Uh, where you can kind of chill out, relax, and 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 enjoy yourself, and get and get the sun you want. I would say like a, a, a newer Norwegian ship wouldn't be for you because they don't place a premium on the pools and everything like that. But you could find a good time, a good cruise that you would enjoy yourself on. Again, it's more for like the the it's it's more it is more for people who are on the go. To me, the time on the island is pretty much just perfect. But yeah, you may right. you, you may like the whole just set it down and shut it down and you know stay where I mean, you are. The advantage probably too with a cruise is you're gonna eat like a, like a gentleman, right? It's good food all the time. You're not you're not really having bad food, right? Right. Well, what, 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 there's no where there's bad food at the. Uh... No, when you go to an island though, and like you go, you go to Atlantis, yeah, you, you got like three like really good restaurants, you know, top end, and then you got like the little you know little places, but you go off the the resort at Atlantis, you go into the town. You don't know where to eat. You well, yeah, I mean that's Nassau. If you go into Atlantis, there's you know Nassau gets a bad rap. I happen to love Nassau, but Nassau is not necessarily like Aruba way. You know, this just I agree. Gorgeous. I've been to Aruba. Yeah, there's restaurants almost everywhere. But Atlantis, if you stay on the property, yeah, yeah you, you you have you know no worries. But but is that all inclusive in, or no? You got to pay. You gotta, no no. Yeah, see, you they're gonna everything. bang. That's another thing, man. They're gonna bang you over the freaking head it's like Atlanta. it's very expensive yeah i was there for five five days last year the only thing good was they you know comp the rooms because of the casino there yeah so i didn't have to pay for the rooms but they i mean average dinner going with a couple two people to the steakhouse there is 400 bucks yeah you know that's what drinking but still 400 dollars. that's a heavy that's a heavy dinner yeah no, no, no you go you go to the steakhouse on a cruise what does that cost you uh, like forty-five bucks a person. Okay, is that with drinks or no? Well, yeah. If you got the drink package, that's just all over the ship. Okay, I didn't know if it was for restaurants too. Think about it. Think about it like this: you, you know what? The best way I see it about a cruise ship is just 
let's just talk after dinner. Like you take your shower, you got your fucking sunburn, tan, whatever. You come out of the shower and you're getting ready to go out for the night. You walk out your door. You go to any one of five or six restaurants and you just sit there. You order drinks. You take your drink wherever you want. You 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 leave it wherever you want. Like it's it's like all these giant restaurants and bars and nightclubs and everything all there for you. And you just go wherever you want, do whatever you want, leave anything wherever you want, pick it up here, get it here, leave it there, go there. Like it's just so it's just so cool. Like just a you know, bathrooms everywhere, boom. Oh, you wanna stop? And freaking, you know, play 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 a hand for play a couple of hands for a half hour, then go back to the piano bar, then go upstairs back to the nightclub. It, it's just the, I just love the the simplicity of it and the ease of how just everything is right within a just walking distance right there. No, I I, I mean, I definitely gonna have to do one to try it. I mean, I don't care about the whole room situation. I know it's, they're very tight, but yeah. how many how how long you stay in the rooms for? The rooms not important to me. Yeah, well, no, you want a balcony. You, you, you've you said it. You want to do a balcony. Oh, no, I need a balcony, but yeah. I, I know the rooms are still small. Right, yeah. What do you? I mean, so what do you got? You got anything on November, on, uh, November 7th and seven days November, after that? No. Uh, um, uh, that's what, a week before Thanksgiving, right? A couple of weeks, I think, right? Or no? Yeah, Thanksgiving's like the 24th or something like that. Yeah. Think Why, you got, you got something going? Yeah, nice, I mean, nice and cheap. You can say you can say it with me, nice and cheap. That's the thing too, though. When you Wait, go, when you go, where's on, it going? It's going. Oh, glad you asked, Mike. <laughs> I just love saying it. Dominican Republic, uh, San Juan, Saint Thomas, and Turks and Caicos. Wait, Saint Thomas? Yeah, baby. Tom's favorite spot. Of course, man. Come on. It's not a cruise if you don't stop in St. Thomas. I say Turks and Caicos because a lot of people, I say Grand Turk. I don't know if everybody knows that. That's uh, I never, I've never been there. Uh, yeah. My sister actually is dying to go there. Listen, man, the way we do it, it's just, and the last one, honestly, that was freaking, I mean, ask Nicole. Like, we, the last one was just a whirlwind. We just, it was like a whole freak. I was so worried about, like, I knew this was going to be such a fun cruise and a party cruise, and am I going to freaking... You know, am I going to be able to hang in there with the drinks? I, I literally drank all in all in for six out of the seven days. Or what is it? No, seven out of the eight days, I should say. And I was fine. It was just we just it was just such a high the entire time. Um, But yeah, it was awesome. I mean, say, say, Dominican Republic is shut down. It's like a it's perfect for you because the basic I've been there. It's, I've been to deal. Yeah, I don't think I would even get off the boat. No, you you would. You you would like this. It's called Amber Cove, and it's built out by Carnival. It's their private resort, and the whole thing is basically around a pool. You could rent cabanas around the pool. We can get like for like fifty bucks each, or, th- or even maybe even less than that. We just rent out a cabana overlooking the pool. We got inside. We got AC if we want. With um, I think I shouldn't say that. I didn't, but I think you get towels, water, whatever. Retreat back to the cabana or. You know, you just have your own area near the pool. Grand Turk is pretty chill as well. Like, it really, you either go to one of the bars or you could stay on the ship. I mean, I would now, is there it. any, like, good hotels that you could piggyback on for the day trip? Like, to do, to, all, um, to do like, an all, like an all-inclusive for the day? Yes. Yes. Because when I was in the uh, Bahamas, people were coming from the cruise ships, and I think they were paying maybe 90 bucks for the day, and they yeah. got not an all-inclusive. They just got to use the property and – 
they had to pay for drinks and stuff, but they, they got the yeah. use of everything. Usually what they are now is like they'll give you a, a credit towards food or drink beverage beverage credit, like a 30 or $40 towards, but you can use the property, get the area. I mean, they have a nice one in San Juan. I forgot what it's called, but they have a nice one that you could definitely do. Um, Amber Cove in Dominican Republic, that's what the whole thing is, so there's no point in doing it. Um, the... Uh, the uh, one in uh, in St. Thomas, eh, I mean, if you're going to do an all-inclusive in St. Thomas, I think, I think you're missing the boat there. Um, St. Thomas, is that, um, would you rather be there in the day or the night shift? They don't do night shifts, really. Some of them, oh, they, no? some of them they do like 1 to 10 p.m. Okay. Um, but, but that's kind of a night shift for an island because island's more about, yeah. like, I don't know, for me, when yeah. I go to an island, it's more of the day experience drinking and then... I'm usually shutting down by like 11-ish. Totally. But how it kind of like works for me is like we get off the ship. Uh, it depends on the night before, honestly, and it depends on where you're going. Like if we're in St. Thomas, I'm making sure I get the most out of that. Like, but, you know, just pick pick, a, pick an island like uh, like a St. Martin, for example. If, if we ever go there, you could do the same thing in St. Thomas. You wake up. You go, you find the freaking right nice. You, you, maybe you bang down a couple while you're on the ship because you have the drink package and you might as well get 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 started there. But then you get off the ship, you find the nearest bar. Usually, there's a couple of other ships in port, and you can see all different people and stuff, as well as people vacationed in there. And then you do like maybe like a tour, and then in St. Martin, you could take this tour, take you like maybe two or three hours. They'll take you around the whole island. You'll see every beach. You'll stop a little bit, and then you'll be done with that. You have another let's say four or five hours and you go to the beach that's near the cruise ship and you hang out and then there's a half hour left. Then you make your way back. And you know, if you get, like I said, I like to try to maybe do the pier runs every once in a while. You wait for the thing to blow. They yell at you and you <laughs> sprint to the ship and you know, everybody cheers you. Dude, I'm telling you right now, it's, there's nothing like that. When the, when you get when you're running down that freaking pier and the two ships are on either side of you and they know you're late and you're running and there's like 10,000 people screaming for you. It's fires you up, man. Well, let me ask you, the, the cruise experience, if you're up early in the morning, get yourself together, and you start, you know, sometimes you feel good, like the sun's out, you yeah. know what, let me, let me get a drink. It's, I mean, it's only 1030 in the morning, but you're like, you know what, I feel it today. Yeah. So you, you're going a little early. Are you me. able to keep that going to the night? Like, I don't know if I, you know, I don't, usually don't pull the double shifts anymore. I could tell you this. This is how it is. I personally do don't start banging down drinks at 10.30. Now, your friend Nicole, on the other hand, um, she'll go with the mimosas with the breakfast. You know what I mean? Right. And then she'll, her, she's like a big fan. She didn't do it really on the last cruise, but on the first cruise, she was the queen of the hour and a half to two hour power nap in between. Um, I, I, I like that. I like that approach a lot. Yeah, it's good. But I've seen you in action. You wouldn't have any problems. And I could tell you right now, for whatever reason... You know, you can go. Don't you don't have to freaking have a drink at ten thirty in the morning. You could feel good because I usually, no, I'm saying I usually, once in a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you have a drink at ten thirty in the morning, just know your night's probably going to end around ten o'clock at night. You know, a good right. twelve hours in. But you know, maybe you let it go till noon or one, and then you go till midnight or one a.m. At, at night, and then you know how how it is. You could be you could be jacked up minute you sit at that table and you start uh. Hearing those ding-a-ling-a-lings, you're, you're, you're locked in. You're back. Am I wrong about yeah. that? No. You're, I think you're on point with that. You know, I'm just saying it's hard to, you know, it's beautiful out. You're always getting a nice weather. It's hard to rise and shine at like 8, get a nice little breakfast in. Yeah. And see me, once I 
sit down by the pool or get off. Like, I don't know, if the waitress comes around, oh, drink? Then, oh, There's a couple, right, yeah. a couple of tricks. There's a couple of tricks to it. A, I hit the gym in the morning. That freaking gets the blood going. That gets every. I don't do it because I think I'm I'm trying to stick to some crazy fitness regime. I'm not. That's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because it it kind of gets you going. It gets the blood going. It charges you up for the day, and it also you know that's an hour and a half. You're not in the bar. <laughs> then then you go back. You changed up. Then you freaking come down. I'll go to the buffet and I'll just get like a nice fruit plate. You know what I mean? I won't start banging down. Hey, I'll just get a nice fruit plate. Uh, maybe two days during the cruise, I'll do the brunch instead. I'll go down and get the nice sea day brunch where they serve you and you can get the Benedict and all that crap. But most of the time, I'll just get out of the gym, still in my towel and clothes from the gym. I'll go to the deck and get just, uh, you know, a fruit plate. Then I'll take a shower and then I'll go downstairs and then I'll get an iced coffee. So now we're, we're you got your freaking fruit. You got your blood going. You're nice and woke, woken up. You chugged some water and now your iced coffee's in so you're freaking ready to go. And then, yeah, usually around maybe like 2 o'clock, 1 or 2 o'clock, I'll be like, you know what? It's a nice time for a cocktail. And then you're off to the races. That's it. There's your day. Done. You know what I mean? And you can yeah, last. No, it makes I, you last. Now, what this cruise is, uh, if everything cooperates, it's a November 7th takeoff. November 7th takeoff, seven days out of Miami. Um, and, yeah, the, the numbers look good. The numbers look real good. Um, and, and then I'll say this too you go on that cruise and play light for you you just play light for you right you're just never going to pay for a cruise again period end of story so like I pay for this cruise I, I do my thing on the tables they're going to send me promotions after that that's yeah. what you're saying yeah and you stay with me I got a balcony so I got a cove balcony uh, it, it's hey, uh, what do you, how many people you got in the room right now zero Oh, okay. I didn't know if you, you know, usually you, you travel heavy. Well, yeah, no, I mean, we have some time before that. So I would have, I would, I would fill it up. But, you know, if you're, if, if, if you, if you were in the, in the running, I would, you know, it's full. Oh, no, no. We, we got a, we got a, we got a bunk. That's it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm very interested. Um, I definitely like to get some info on it and the prices, but I'm, I'm very interested. That's a nice November right before the holidays come. Take a little cruise. Yeah. Yeah definitely into that i would uh i would recommend it it's uh it's it's a great ship too it's a carnival ship uh which means there is an aft pool which a lot of them don't have and that means since there's an aft pool and a midship pool and a serenity area for it's there's a lot of room there's there's plenty of room spread out you know for the likes of you who does like to have his uh sun time in yeah i mean you really think that this is going to happen? Like with everything going on? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I, they... I, I, I shouldn't say that. I think there's a. I still think right now that there's a pretty good chance of this cruise happening. I, I got an, I got something booked, and I got it, honestly, Mike. Did I tell you about youarecomped.com? No. All right, that's another story, another time. But I got a free cruise from. I had this guy on the show. And I'll send you this episode. You should listen to it. There's a website called You Are Comped. There's a whole basic thing out there with cruise ships that are not um, at capacity. And cruise lines want to fill them to capacity. So instead of just lowering the price and letting any, you know, Joe Schmo get on the cruise, they go to a website or a, yeah, a website called You Are Comped and ask them to fill their ships and they'll give free cruises, but you have to have... Uh, you got to be on record as being a, a good gambler. Okay. So, 
um, I signed up and shout out to Matt. Uh, uh, Matt is a guy who came on the last cruise and he told us about it and he just raved about this website. You just go on there. He says, first, the trick is you go on mlife.com and you just sign up just by signing up. They're going to give you deals. They're going to start emailing you deals. Now you take those deals from M life and you start shoot, taking screenshots of them, uh, whatever, and start sending them and putting them in your account on youarecomped.com. And then the more you build up, the more likely it is that you'll be able to book a cruise and you just apply for cruises. I applied for like four or five cruises. I got denied, denied, denied. And then I applied for a freaking 11 night, six itineraries in the deep Southern Caribbean, Barbados, St. Lucia on a celebrity ship. I got approved for it. Wow. And uh, that's in October. Pretty sure that's not happening. Yeah. I mean, it's early October, and I don't think that's going to happen. But this site is sick. Like, you just, if you went on it and just dropped some of your stuff and just they ask you what your play usually is, what your bankroll, um, and you, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll likely, you would likely never pay for a cruise ever, period. End of story. I mean, it sounds like a plan, but. I don't think any cruises. I think that's the last phase they're going to open up is cruises. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. But they're going to open them up. These these cruise lines can't, you know, there's a lot. The economy is being affected heavily by not having these cruises. And eventually shit's got to get back to normal. There is a cruise that's starting at the end of this month out of Taiwan that's back. So I guess that's going to be a little bit of the guinea pig to, like, see how things work. But uh, I would, I would honestly, I don't know how you feel, but... If the ships opened, I would be a little hesitant to be like one of the first uh, test guys. Yeah, well, for me, it's good because I would get some good content and feel it out. But, yes, I, I think for you. Yeah, but I understand you know, what you're the, saying. I tell everybody every show I do when you go on a cruise next time you go, like you gotta freaking you gotta be ready for some serious changes. Yeah, I just think like Guffin. Somebody gets sick. What do they do? Lock them in their room. They do. They them? do that anytime. They do that anyway. If they find out, oh, you're they sick, do like. They if well, if you got like the regular flu-like symptoms, usually they you know they they normally wouldn't you know what I mean. But if they find out like norovirus is a big thing where you get the shits, um, that's that's a big thing on cruise ships. Sometimes they've had outbreaks where there's about like thirty or forty people on a ship, or sometimes even more, that have to be just quarantined. And yeah, that's not a good that's not a good 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 vibe. But again, yeah, no, listen, dude, there's there's a lot of. There's a lot of things that could go wrong sometimes, I guess, when you're cruising. But for me, you know, dude, just stepping on that freaking thing. It's it. It's over. Finished. You know what I mean? Somebody calls you. You why? You, hey, you got to get back. Cause I can't. I can't. I'm done. It's, it's over. You can't get to me. I'm freaking gone. I'm on a vacation right now. I'm in the middle of the sea with DJs and booze and food and fun people and pools and everything. And that's it, man. It's. I uh, I, I get I actually get upset thinking about it because I haven't yeah. been on one in a while. <laughs> I know this is probably the longest you haven't been on one in uh, a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Mike, I want to want to keep you on all night. I appreciate you coming on. I just started heard you started telling that story. I thought it would be freaking a fascinating thing to put on. No, the show. It, was, it was definitely uh, great to uh, you know talk about it and go through all uh, you know the gambling stuff. It's, it's good. Now I got the itch. I need to get to a casino. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, all right, sign off. I'll talk to you later. All right, brother. Well, my friends, the time is come. Raise the roof and have some fun.
Come on and sing my song 